Good afternoon and welcome in to a live edition of the Dream Wager. Today is Wednesday, September 29th, 2021, and I'm alongside my partner in crime, Elvis. How are you, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm glad to be here. Full staff today. Absolutely. Not too hot today. Not too hot. Great weather. Great weather. Good good to have you along with us and joining us from sunny South Carolina, our third member of the team, Joey D. How are you feeling today, sir? Feeling great, man. Back in action, ready to roll for today. And is it true? I heard you negative. You beat Uncle COVID. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're way past that. Survivor. Let's go. Way, Joey, a survivor. Adam boy. Right. Goes down in history right there. That's they can't hold us down. No, they nope. cannot. It takes all of us. Absolutely. Good to have you both with us today. We're going to recap an absolute beatdown the Cowboys handed the Eagles. And we got plays for tomorrow's Thursday night matchup between the Jaguars and Bengals. But I do want to start with what we saw Monday night. Dallas just beat up the Eagles all night. Now people are questioning if Jalen Hurts is actually sure. the franchise guy. What do you think, Elvis? What, what do you think the problems the Eagles faced on Monday? I'm going to be honest. I just think. The Cowboys is just a better team. I th- I, mm. Like I said on uh, Friday show, I mean on Monday show, it's just going to be a tough matchup for them overall. Yeah. Defensively, offensively, like the Cowboys are much better than I anticipate that I expected them to be. I don't know about how you guys feel, but the Cowboys look good. Dak look like he's not. Ne- he never even been hurt. He looks impressive. Yeah, the defense look impressive. Michael Parsons is he's, he's going to be a star. He's going to be a star. I love what the secondary is doing. Trayvon Diggs, he had a great yeah. pick six. Beast. He's looking like a future Pro Bowler himself. I just feel like you know they were just all overwhelmed. They were un- overmatched. Like Dallas is just clearly the best team in the division. So I think the Eagles got a lot of work to do. I like, you know, I like what I saw from Jalen Hurts at times. Do you though? Yeah, like I saw. You understand? His team ain't his offensive talent is not equal to what Dallas has. Mm. So he has to work harder and make a tougher throw, tougher play than Dak has to do. He went twenty five for thirty nine. And he and it looked fourteen like, completions over three hundred yards. Yeah, but he also had two picks that cost him. Yeah, but my thing is sometimes, and I, I want you to jump in too, Joe. Sometimes I feel like when the the play collapses, even when they're just pressuring four, he he gets a little happy fiend. He wants yeah, to run the, the ball. A, Tunnel vision starts occurring. I, yeah, on I think him a little bit. He will learn. That he just needs to step out the pocket, or just step in the pocket instead of just running out. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just gonna learn that through time. But you're you're absolutely right. He does have happy feet, and he always just takes off after his first read is not open. And that's another thing. All his receivers are guarded, bro. Yeah. They're being guarded. Like it was nobody that was just wide open or busted defensive play. Everything was. I knew contested. we would see defensive improvements from the Cowboys this year. Yeah, Dan I just Quinn saw it coming. Dan Quinn, I think, yeah. was a great addition to the defense. I thought. The, I, yeah. I honestly thought it was the wrong coaching hire. Wow. After no, he's not a first. head coach, you know. Yeah. Like it, it's but some coaches they, they just don't fit the mold as a head coach. But he is a perfect defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. I agree. Last year, I just go off what I saw last year. Last season, mm. the Falcons was the worst defensive passing team in the NFL. Yeah, but I so don't think he had he had his hands on everything. You're the different. head coach. I, I, I get that. You're I get in charge. Like you're overseeing everything. Yeah. yeah, you're not running it. You're not head of practicing, but you oversee everything, and you allowed that to happen. Yeah, I, I thought uh, I thought Dak was phenomenal. He Bro. doesn't look. He it looks like he hasn't skipped a beat. He's light on his feet. He makes always the smartest decision. And, Comeback player of the year is looking good now. Yeah, good call on that as well. Yeah, I I just feel like. 
him being hurt last season, he just sat and watched a lot of film. You think? And that's how he so bro, he's leading the league with seventy one percent seventy one percent completion percentage. It also helps that he has studs to help him out. Studs. Yeah, yeah, studs. But last but year, wasn't he leading the league in passing touchdowns and and passing yards yeah, before that was he got injury. hurt. Yeah. yeah, but that was a lot of come be, come from behind. Garbage. Remember, Garbage time. They were yeah. down 20 to Cleveland. They were down 20 to the Rams. They were down, I think, 17 to the Falcons. Remember that onside kick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so. And you know what I think the Cowboys are doing a little better this year? They have this one-two combo, and I think they're running the ball well with great. Pollard and Zeke. Zeke had a great game. Was, yeah. I going to say, he looked rejuvenated there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, like, I think that's another thing that's working for them, like, Keep Dak from throwing the ball over 40 times and just run the ball. I think that one yeah. and two, that perfect balance is just is working. It's you know, working, Zeke, yeah. Zeke had, you know, I think 65 yards, 66 yards. And I think Pollard had 70. 70. Yeah, Pollard's leading the league and then leading the NFL in yards per attempt at yeah. running the ball. I, I just over at, I think, six and a half. He's explosive. Or seven. So if they could just continue running the ball and that off, off, offensive line stays healthy. Yeah. They're gonna be a problem in AFC. I don't see yeah. they, I don't see them as a contender just yet, but they're on their way. They're right there. They're knocking at the door. And everyone's like picking apart Mike McCarthy's clock management. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they had to pick something apart because that's just Cowboys. You know, they're the they're everyone's forefront of their minds. But total, they're gonna have confidence in the division. You know, it seems like they're gonna be the best team out of that division. Yeah. So they have confidence in gaining control there. They don't really have to worry about other other teams because it seems like from here on out, they're pretty much gonna be guaranteed a win. If they continue playing like this, they can win out the rest of their games in that division. So they're going to have control of the division. They got a competent coach. Like I said, though, people are picking him apart. I think they have confidence in who the head coach is now. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, everything you're talking about, Dak being back, I think it's just that difference. Jalen Hurts has needs some time to learn yeah. a new head coach. You know what I mean? He's been learning an old playbook. Now they're all new, everything there for Philadelphia. I think it's going to be kind of an up and down year for them. But for Dallas, it's it's all or nothing. I think it, they're looking to make the playoffs. They're looking to win the division. They got high expectations for this year. And yeah. I think it also comes back to Dak, Dak being healthy. I, I was just going to ask you guys, what are your thoughts on, do you think Dallas is going to run away with this division? Because it looks like thus far, three weeks in, Giants are, they can't win a fucking game. They might be one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, Washington looks like a fraud. A shell of themselves, 100%. Um, and Eagles... They're up and down. They're up and down. They have good games and then they have blowouts. Yeah, we exactly what we expected from them. We expected the Giants and the Redskins, Washington, (laughs) being a little more competitive than Uh they are showing. That's for sure. Yeah, but will they run away at the division? Honestly, Dylan, that's what it looks like. Um, Including Monday's game against the Eagles, they have. Six straight games with teams that didn't make the playoffs last season. Mm. Yep. So from week three to week nine, now one team they play have made the Looks playoffs. like they can go wow. on a win streak here yeah. until, yeah. of course, they go to Kansas City and face the Chiefs. Yeah. That's what it's in their week like. They're going to be like eight and one, seven and two, something like that. Wow. That's what people were thinking. I think they have a tough game next week against Carolina. Yeah, yeah. But after that, yeah. it's, but in reality, nobody made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that's not like true. you're coming a good, great team. You know, it's just teams exceeding expectations. Yeah. Nobody Are they staying thought, home? Are they in Jerry World? Yes. They're in Jerry World for the Jerry next World. two more weeks, I think. Three games. Hey, sometimes that can, uh, you know, that could bite them in, front, in the behind because oh, you get a little content. I, I think that's why, on just, the road. not to get too ahead of ourselves, but that, I think that's why we see in such a huge spread or uh, at a starting line at minus four and a half. You, they they used to say back in a couple years ago. I'm talking like I've been gambling forever, but they used to s- they they used to say home field 
is three points automatically. And I don't think that's the case anymore, especially since dogs are doing so well and home field really isn't an advantage at this point, at least this year have been hitting. So that means it's been close games. Oh yeah. It's surprising. The Eagles are Oh, and 11 and one when allowing 22 points since 2020. So if their defense is on, it usually gives them a chance to win. But if their defense is off, like it was on Monday, they have no shot, no shot, especially when the quarterback is just, and when he wasn't running, he was throwing bad balls. I, the jury's super athletic, but yeah. you got to realize that everyone else, guys who are twice your size, are as just as athletic. And and, as athletic. and like I was saying earlier, the Cowboys were able to run the ball, which Eagles weren't able to do. So it put even more pressure on Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Like Jalen Hurts led the team on Monday in rushing yards. Your quarterback cannot ha- be leading the team in rushing. That. That just can't. That's, yeah, but that's not also, a recipe for success. That's also the coaching that comes down to coaching because they didn't. Is Miles, it or is it just him wanting to run the ball? Yeah, but Miles Sanders also didn't get the attempts he usually get they, because like they, they were down quick. Yeah, but you still got to run the ball. You can't just give the ball give the I guy less than five attempts for the game. Yeah. Cowboys can utilize that rushing attack, that duo that have, and control the clock. Like I said, everyone's on Mike McCarthy's game management. I think that the fact is they can control the clock with the running with the running game, and Dak can always pull it down too. And I don't think yeah. he's afraid. No, I, I I knew it coming in out of the preseason. Though we didn't see him, I said he was going to come in full swing. Like he was was not going to be afraid of contact. He's going to be ready to roll, and that's exactly what we've seen. Yeah, and I think it like on Monday, not even one of the receivers led the team in receiving. It was their tight ends. So all ah. that, all that running game sets up the What's play that? action. Daniel Schwartz, two touchdowns. He had he, a game. He had a game. He led the uh, team on Monday in uh, receiving yards. Well, like they got another target. Yeah. You go and try to yards. double out wide, you're going to have someone up the gut. Oh, you want to guard seams. Amari or C.D. Lamb or Mike? Yeah, but you also had Darius Slay Jr. on Amari Cooper. That's so. true. That's why he also had a quiet night. It's one of the best corners in the That's league. True. Yeah, it's true. I just think it was an overall well-played game and, and game plan and as much shit as I do give McCarthy, I thought it was a great game. It was plan. an impressive, dominant win. Yeah, like, which nope, they should have. I didn't expect Dallas to win that game by twenty. No, and, and w- which tells you you're on the side with Vegas because Vegas said it was going to be a close game, three points, three and a half. We should have just gave the points. Yeah, yeah at that point, I parlayed it on the money line. I should have just gave the points. I took a money line too. I said if the if it drops to two and a half, I would have smashed the two and a half. Yeah. Hey, I should have smashed three and a half, four and a half, five and a half. Don't matter. <laughs> Good call, Joe. Your parlay hit plus one nine. Ninety-three Cowboys money line and the over under had no chance when it was straight no shot 21-7 first oh quarter. My God. Dylan was like, I was sick. I just good call. Yeah. Don't worry about me. And also, Joe, great call on any defensive touchdown, any time yep. defensive touchdown. Two of those, two of them. The game. So two of them. If you cashed in, shout out you, my man Joey, just giving out straight locks on Monday. Joe, it was like you were seeing the fucking board so clear how on the game Monday. was going to play out. And another shout out to the Manning brothers because they're making Monday night entertaining. Oh, man. Yes. 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 Me and Elvis watch Monday Night Football, and we only watch the Eli and Peyton one. Yeah, now. like it's over. I'm you learn right. so much, and the and the guests are amazing. They have the goat, Mom, Milo, Milo, that LeBron, that Nick Saban. Yeah, the best people is, pay to see things like this, and you learn so much about touchdowns. Fo- I believe it. If Peyton <laughs> had LeBron. <laughs> No, no cap, bro. When they I, break down, bro, he's film, six eight, six nine. Yeah, he's, they're big boys. And he, he could jump. What tw- his, his uh, he could probably reach like thirteen feet in the air in his prime. Especially in two thousand eleven, I guarantee LeBron could tap up at twelve and a half feet. 13. Can you believe your Pete Carroll offered him a contract during the lockout? 
Oh, I believe it. I, I remember that. I remember that lockout year. I remember we're trying to get LeBron out there. But <laughs> if LeBron hey, was a tight end, <laughs> you can't guard him. Yeah. You ever see the LeBron uh, Durant game? The yeah, uh, yeah, James were, Durant game? Yeah, they were playing uh, flag football. And I'm going to be honest, LeBron took like a uh, pick six to the house quick. Oh, my God. Quick. Like, <laughs> he was down like, to feel like nothing. looked like though. a free train, dog. That, that's <laughs> And Joey, on that year, if, say if it, uh, the NBA would have locked out the whole season and LeBron would have joined Seattle. Was that the year that Marshawn Lynch did that run? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think if it was in 2011, I think 2010's the, the beast quake. Yeah, the beast but, quake. Uh, either I'm way, not, it I'm was just not L-O-B. sure. I'm just it not was 100%. L-O-B years. Yeah. If you so, paired him up with Seattle with LOB, Marshawn, and Russ. Russ wasn't there yet. Oh, he wasn't? No, no Russ 20, was. No, he was yeah. there. 2011? Was, 2010 beast quake was Matt Hasselbeck. Yeah. But 2011, I, Russell Wilson was a rookie. rookie. I, I thought until 2012, Russ got drafted. Mm, it, might it, it might be 2011 It might be 2011 Yeah I think I think it is I think it is That's right We had the lockout He was a rookie Matt Flynn was supposed To be the quarterback yeah, You're taking me back Matt, now Yeah Matt Flynn Got a 20 million dollar co- Oh Matt you're right he got, dra- <laughs> he got drafted In 2012 Yeah Wisconsin baby wow, my yep. Yeah I'm trying to tell you I'm in Russ right. Third round pick Third round 75th pick That's my boy What a, a future Hall of Famer and he, got, and he got drafted By the Rangers Rangers, yeah, baseball, Yankees. Oh, oh yeah, baseball. no, 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 baseball. He did get drafted by the Rangers, and then he got traded to the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> that was Pitt Schreier, right. Russell, <laughs> bad, and then he back. Sierra, <laughs> he, he went in on dream. and off the field. Yeah, he's went on and off. <laughs> he turned in double plays in the off season. Turning two, that that's really my man. People look up to Russ. Shout out Russ. Yeah, shout out Russ. But let, let's get into uh, tomorrow's game. Uh, Jags versus Bengals. Bengals are home, laying seven and a half total at 45 and a half, 46. Elvis, I'll start with you. How are you going to attack tomorrow's game? Uh, it took me a while to attack this game. Dude. I'm going to be honest. I've been looking at this game since yesterday. Hey, night. dogs are 30 and 17 ATS this season. You might want. I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. And I appreciate that, though. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I had to go on my bag of tricks. Oh. Had to go look, sign. You know, last week I'm a little paranoid. <laughs> last week I, I got a little paranoid because, you know, Christian McCaffrey got hurt in the first quarter. Yeah, that's so fucking blue. I'm laying away from the props for a little bit. So my official play will be Cincinnati alternate spread. Oh. Minus four and a half at minus 170. I think Kansas City, uh, Kansas City. I think Cincinnati will win this game easily, but I won't trust the seven and a half points. I'll be honest. That's just. Just a little too much for me, especially with Cincinnati. Cincinnati, my whole entire life, just been Cincinnati. So I can't. I'm not about to lay seven and a half. Do so I you took a minus four and a half or four? Minus four and a half at minus 170. I think four would probably be like minus 156. But let's just leave it at four and a half. I like it. This should cover the five. Mm-hmm. Um, do I expect uh, the Jaguars to possibly cover the seven and a half? Maybe the first half I will take them to cover as a lean, mm. but overall for the game I can't get behind. After that debacle in the second half last week, I oh understand my God. that was just terrible. Laying an egg, laying an egg in the second half. Absolutely. So like I just got zero faith on this team moving forward if they're going to be able to hold the lead. So I don't. Yeah, I don't expect them to even keep it close, but. I can't put money on Jaguars plus the points. I'm sorry. What do you got, but, Joe? What do you got? I mean, going? Dylan's got me thinking. You know, those dogs are barking. I mean, I know it's that, out in reality. Literally. Right? literally they're, they're, they're outside. Bark, they literally, literally like, barking. not over here. Uh, dog. That, that might be a sign. Yo. That might be a sign. So that's what I was talking with Elvis about was, man, 
at seven and a half. That's a huge line. And on a Thursday night, we've seen overs. Yeah. We've seen close games Thursday and Monday night. So, man, I, I wanted, I had to do another parlay here, but I was, willing to take a straight <laughs> bet. I was willing to take a straight bet for the plus seven and a half because I saw that was high of a line. Oh, and wow. the fact of the matter is, is that it could, if they didn't lay an egg in the second half that they could have covered, you know, mm. at least they could have covered, you know, not win outright the Jaguars against the Cardinals, but they could at least covered. And I think that there's some hope, you know, like you said, Cincinnati could still be Cincinnati, but we're seeing a ton of improvement on that side, uh, uh, offensively, defensively through the head coach and the special teams. Like they look like an organization that's kind of putting the, putting it back together. So I like where Cincinnati's heading, but I think at plus seven and a half on a Thursday night football game, I think that this could be anyone's game. And I think Jacksonville does have a shot in terms of winning outright, but I'm certainly not willing enough and bold enough to go ahead and take them. So I will take the seven and a half, but I went and parlayed it because like I said, though I've been taking overs on the Thursday night and Monday night game, I think we're going to have a little sloppy one here. Mm. I think uh, Jacksonville coming off that hot day in Jacksonville. Uh, they're going up to Cincinnati now. I'm not like they're going to, it's not like it's going to be a bad weather situation or anything like that, but I just think that we're going to maybe have both sides sloppy. I'm saying minimum 20, possibly from Cincinnati, like two field goals, two touchdowns, maybe one on the ground, one through the air. So that's like 20 points minimum from uh from Cincinnati, but I don't know what to expect from Jacksonville, man. I don't know if we're going to get a bunch of turnovers from uh, Trevor Lawrence or if we're going to see him kind of settle down in that role. But I feel confident in parlaying the plus seven and a half from the Jacksonville Jaguars under 46 points because it already has moved. It started at 47 and right now it's dropped down to 46. So where it's heading and where the people are laying their money and where Vegas is seeing it's going is they see it going under and they see it going down. So I'm kind of going with the statistics here and going with a gut feel too. But parlaying it at plus two sixty five, so that was wow. my official plays. You got I, uh, thinking over here. Yeah, no, because my play is the over, Ooh, and, it, and it sucks. Like we keep switching, but now I'm thinking like last Thursday night was a very under game. It Yo, was a slot. I'm thinking too much. Now. You think you overthink? Y'all go. You don't down. analyze. Yeah, Don't analyze. It? I'm uh, too analytical, paralysis. and I'm I'm yeah. so into the trends. Dylan's a number guy. Dylan, so I look go, at the numbers and be like, which is beneficial though. Sometimes, yeah. but it sometimes fucks me. Sometimes you just need to go. Um, That's it. <laughs> fuck, I, I'm all lost now because of the. Oh, Dylan, I, Dylan, I did. I did put money on the over. Don't panic. So, I, I I got it at forty five. So nice, nice. There's always saying if if you got it lower, it's always a chance. The over 46, is five and five and zero oh in Cincinnati's last six games as a favorite, and I think that trend can continue in a game which the Bengals great offense, uh, passing offense, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. You got the great rushing attack and Joe Mixon. He could even catch the ball, run the ball. I was me and Elvis were even talking. I like his rushing prop over eighty two yards. Is Just because I, I think you're right. We can't sleep on those receiving core there. No. That, that duo is, is that, pretty is that nice. 86 and a half. I was only went up to 86. That's a lean. I will lean Joe Mixon over 86 and a half rushing yards. But after last week, injury to Christian McCaffrey in the first quarter, I'm just too paranoid to even lead that type of money. So I, I, I think they could put enough points on the board, Cincinnati, by, not by themselves. I think they could put up 28, 35 points. I'm just hoping the Jags could put up two two, three touchdowns. I know Trevor Lawrence has struggled and, but I think he's starting to build chemistry with DJ chalk. You got a, uh, who else? Marvin Jones juniors on that team. I forgot about yeah. him. So yeah, we've seen some flashes of good, uh, of, of great play from Trevor Lawrence, but rookie quarterbacks are one in 11 ATS. 
the one win becoming between two rookie quarterbacks. Correct. Yes. Uh, Mac Jones of Zach Wilson. Mac Jones. I play with my boy. And that leads me to my second play. Oh, you got two now. Ooh. On the fly. On the fly. Yeah, I didn't even prepare for this one, but now I'm, ta- I'm talking to myself into it. I'm laying the points with Cincinnati, minus seven and a half. I, I love the energy because I needed five. So Because I think he they're literally, He literally just said fade Joe. That's what he said. No, I, I didn't. Did I said it. I said cover. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you know what, I Joe? didn't mean for that, he, Joe. He, he hit you with the savage scare, Joe. I didn't mean for fade. that. <laughs> fade. Fade, Joe. Hey, look at it this way. Someone's going to win. Somebody's <laughs> Someone's going to win. It'll be funny. I both come back one and one. I'm like, damn. 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 It should have been. <laughs> who's that? Who's that guy who says that? Damn. Farouk. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny? Uh, I, this is going to be my original play. Oh. But I just don't think it's about to happen four times in a row. What? Jamar Chase has scored a touchdown in each of his first three games and in, in the NFL. And he is minus 110 for any time touchdown. Oh, that's so a he's, lot. He's favorite to score. I just don't think he will score four straight games to open up a four career. Consecutive games to open up your career night. Yeah. That's tough. So if you can find him plus money not to score a touchdown, I will also lean. I don't know if that's an option. I know for I him. Know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm no, just, I, I hear you. I I'm hear just you. giving it out. I'm just giving the energy out. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear but you. If he does, he's on track to offensive rookie of the year. He's you on know, track I gotta for say, there's something touchdown. about uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy Penny Sewell. He hasn't given up a sack since 2018 in college. In college, he's so like, even, he hasn't even given up pressure, pressure. yet this, this season. Yeah, he's and, a beast, man. I just don't think it's easy for them to give an award to a lineman, especially oh, like know. an offensive rookie of the year award. But and it has to start somewhere, Joe. It does, uh, and true. it could be him. And I was gonna say not to get off topic, but we did talk about it. Micah Parsons might very well uh, be defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, also, another offensive lineman who's done great, uh, the lineman for the Chargers, not uh, Solinger. Slater. No. Slater, yeah. Slater, yeah, yeah. Rashad Slater. Rashad Slater. From uh, Northwestern. Northwestern. Yeah. Yep. So he's been really good. That, I think that was a great addition. That's what they needed to yeah, protect that was, Herbert. And that was a steal, too. He, yeah. was, he was projected to go higher. I even yeah. like uh, Jamar Chase, his over and catches, four and a half. That seems kind of low. Bro, I'll be honest. Jamar Five Chase, anything. Yeah, and his receiving yards is only at 66. Seems kind of low, low for me. But it's a Thursday night it's game. It's a Thursday night. Yeah, I think they were expecting a little off. That's what's going yeah. on, I think. But hey. He I, th- I think they're expecting the under. Like Joe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, one of us is going to have a good night. I'll say That's that. Right. Uh, I got to get on the board because I lost on uh, Monday. Now my record is 9-13. and 13. I, I got to get. I gotta get to above five hundred. Elvis, Elvis won. He's fourteen and seventeen, three away. Joey has the best record. He won his parlay. He's twenty one and twenty three. He has one push that fucking blows. I hate pushes, but hey, it's better than a loss. So true. But shoot. it's like kissing your sister. You know what I mean? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. Joe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's gonna be it. anything before we go, Joe. Now, man, uh, we got Bellator on a Friday, so we'll get picks out for you guys then, and also Absolutely. UFC. And hey, shout out to Manny Pacquiao because I he mm. I heard he retired, and you know he's done so much for the sport of boxing, and in general, he's done for his, a lot for his country. He's a congressman, you know. Yeah. He's done a lot for the United States of America as well. You know that man's a legend, and all respect to him. the Pac Man. How about you, Elvis? How's uh, your Red Sox looking? Half game lead, but no one game lead. Yankees beat the Blue Jays last night, so I think we got a full game. Lead in the got second. a week left. Four days left. <laughs> we got what today, 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's it. And that's it. I think you guys can make it, right? Along with the Yankees. Rays got that division locked up. Yeah, Rays Rays got it locked up. Shout out the Cardinals. 17 games in a row. Did you see that? If you rolled over. You make 19 million. 19 and a half million dollars. We only got a half game lead against Seattle. Half game. Seattle's coming. Coming. I ain't gonna hold it. Coming in hot. They had a strong second half. Chris Flexing. I'm I'm telling you, Chris Flexing. Flexing. (laughs) Flexing. That was my boy. The only thing I had to say was... I wanted to mention because we did do we had a segment earlier on in the year about pound for pound and your your list for pound for pound uh, fighters. And you were you were making the comment before we went on live and started recording that you don't even think John Jones should be up there. And now he got demoted to not one, but two. And Kamaru Usman is pound for pound. The deservedly so. deservedly so. But I do disagree with. I do think he should be on there because he's probably the scariest motherfucker in the world yeah, inside an octagon. He has a fault. That's not his yeah. fault. And that nor do we fault. No, it's agree not. or uh, uh, you know, give any respect to what he did this past weekend after his Hall no, of Fame I can't. acceptance. No. no, I can't. But yeah, he's got he's got to still be up there just because of the skill fighter that he is. But he has to get a fight to Elvis's point. He has to yeah, get a yeah, fight. Yeah. He has to fight. stay my, my, there. Yeah. And I don't want to take away from what you were saying there, but if I were to rearrange it, I didn't have Volkov on that, uh, Volkanovsky on that list. He deserved to be on the top 10 pound for pound list. And Patricio Pitbull losing to AJ McKee, he should drop off. Yeah. So right then and there, you're going to see a change in a pound for pound list. And if we ever were to do one again, you're going to see how, of course, I adjusted it. And yeah. I want you guys to have oh, one because, hey. Hey, Elvis knows a lot more now, too. So he might have I one. I'll have totally. one. Um, also, you're talking about Alexander Volkanovsk. He... He uh he passed his teammate Izzy, so now yeah. he's fourth or he's third, and now Izzy's fourth. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, they both have uh, no Alexander just fought and retained, but Izzy's gonna have a tough fight against Robert Whitaker. So we'll see. It's gonna be a big one. Yes, but I yeah, I just wanted to say wait. that swapping and yeah, no, I, I I'm a big fan of John Jones, but no one here condones what he did over the weekend. Thank you. That was the word I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. So just wanted to get that out there. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you guys on Friday with more picks, hot takes. Please follow along our social media, Twitter and Instagram at the Dream Wager. You can find all of our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher if you haven't already please subscribe rate and give us a review all that good stuff helps us out tremendously be a friend tell a friend and best of luck tomorrow